right. Thank you for tuning in to Street Fight Radio, your number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We're glad you're here. It's The Basement Show. We got a lot of new bullshit going on tonight. We've been up super late, but Brian's brother, Jason, is in the studio. He helped set up the live stream. So those of you that are donating more than $5 a month on Patreon, you can watch the show live, see all our facial expressions, and also look at how abysmal the situation that we record is. In, we record in is. Um, if you want to get more Street Fight Radio, you just go to streetfightradio.com. It's that simple. And uh, tonight we have a special guest to talk to us about scouts and the conversation we had. Uh, I, I guess, you know, what I do admonish a lot of people for giving me shit for my posts and stuff, but nobody really came after me for my Girl Scouts thing, which I expected would be a lot more heat. So thank you for believing me and thinking that I'm not actually a batshit crazy MRA. Uh, I do appreciate it. My name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. We are Street Fight Radio. We've been doing this for seven years now out of Columbus, Ohio, on the best community radio that there is. It's WCRS. We take your calls every single Sunday at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on 92.7 or 98.3 is where you can hear it if you're inside 270 here in Columbus. Or you can go to WCRSFM.org where you can find a link for the stream to listen live. There's also a programs tab, which has the most complete archive of Street Fight Radio shows anywhere on the interwebs. You can also find other uh, radio shows that feature music or movies or labor rights or bicycle laws. There's a lot of great stuff. If you head over to WCRSFM.org, I suggest adding those to your podcast rotation. Uh, As I said, the Girl Scouts episode is something that you know i mean eric grove city erica did call in and talk about it right yeah we're trying to give as many we're trying i mean because we talked about this when we even did it on the show it's kind of like we're two like white dudes uh cis cis het white dudes talking about this so our opinions are not going to be the most well-informed opinions yeah but at the same time i think that you know white guys got a pretty bad rap these days and there needs to be a place for us to kind of just talk about this stuff in a stupid way and try to at least be better or move on to the uh the uh more enlightened way of thinking and so uh after i did the episode we got in contact or we got contacted by spoka sp0ka there on twitter uh as you know them uh they've been listening to the show for a long time uh, and so they wanted to share the opinion on the non-bi- non-binary aspect of scouting as it relates to boys and girls and all of that. So I thought that was a great idea because I don't know anything about that. And so thanks for being here, Tawny. Hey, thank you for having me on the show. I really did not expect you to do this much about it. So that's pretty cool. No, it's fine. Uh, I mean, we want to hear yeah. about this stuff. And it was that we, we knew I wanted... I wanted more than just us talking about this after we did that kind of thing because it was like, ah, we we probably sounded stupid most of that time. <laughs> I actually thought that, um, like, I agree with Brett that, like, you know, y'all do need space to talk about these things. But to me, it's a little bit different than the way that y'all framed it, I guess. Uh, like, Brett and I talked a little bit about this. At least I think it was Brett and DM. 
uh, with the Street Fight account, but that, you know, like, activities aren't like, necessarily gendered, I guess. Right. And so my take on it was, like, growing up, like, I was bullied by dudes out of doing a lot of dude activities because they were, you know, dude activities, boy activities, whatever. Uh, and I just think that the potential for bullying is just really high once you uh, have, like, boy scouts in the name, even if girls are allowed to join. Um, so I think that, like, gendered breakout groups could maybe be a thing, but, like, I also worry about, like, little non-binary kids and, like, trans kids. Like, you know, a lot of kids, like, don't know what their gender is, and then they get kind of shuffled into these silos, uh, and it makes it even worse and more confusing. And that was, like, the biggest thing that I just kept thinking over and over listening to that episode. Yeah, I agree with you, actually. I mean, the the Scouser is a very antiquated thing already. It's something that, I mean, I, I would have no interest in. It, it's like getting abolished with America, in my mind. Well, you know, I, I have no people, real attachment I, to it. I want people to be able to go out and learn that survival shit. If no, they I want think to learn great. all that stuff and the things that they're learning. And like I told you, like the Girl Scout shows has shown my kid like so many different kinds of ways your life can end up, you know? And like, uh, all, like women that like they 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 they've shown her women that like see, show her what adulthood I guess preparing them I guess in a way. See, but this is a good reason to just lump them all together because I think boys also need to see like really successful, badass women that have careers and are dominating and doing things like that, and then also to not really attach it to any sort of gender. So. Can I ask, did you do scouting, Tawny? So I, like, was briefly forced into the Campfire Girls. Uh, that's as close as I ever got because I agree with y'all. It's real nerd shit. Like, <laughs> and I was in very different nerd shit. <laughs> sure. So uh, it's less about, like, the specific activities, I guess, than, like, I just see myself in that situation as a kid where I fucking hated being lumped in with girls. Like, I didn't want to be... I don't want to be gendered. Like, I just wanted to exist. And so the concept of either gender of scouts is just, like, anathema to me. Um, I just want people to be able to grow up and, like, figure out their own gender stuff, which is why I think your take is really good, Brett, about the... Uh, like, not shaming people for going to, like, a barber. Like, please all straight men should go to a barber. Like it would be amazing. <laughs> no. Right. Get them uh, neck hairs in control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, well, also, like it's just fucking your lines are going to look so much cleaner, you know, than if you go to sport clips, like just like, you know, like appreciating gender for what it is, but not like forcing it on kids basically. Yeah. Which is going to be like the most unconservative thing I will probably ever say on any podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I, and I, what I had said to you was there was a moment in the the podcast where Brian had said something like, well, my daughter's in scouts and she does outdoor stuff like boy stuff, like going outdoors. And I didn't object to that because I really wasn't trying to say that the activities were necessarily gendered. I just felt that even when like, even if you were to, you know, uh, put a, a group of boys together, there is still a lot of diversity and variety in that group. And there's a chance for, you know, some some uh, kids that may be more uh, not in touch with their emotions to interact and be around, you know, other boys that are OK with being a little bit vulnerable and things like that. You know, it's kind of tough to do in front of girls, you know, for a lot of us. Yeah, no, and that makes sense. Like, 
I guess I just think of it more when I think about gender, I think of it as like a masculine feminine spectrum, like yeah. for everyone. I'm with you. And so for me, yeah, it's kinda like I see it like if we started like I have some friends who are parenting their uh like toddler and they're raising them with uh non binary pronouns like they them and like they're kind of like just like cross not like I was about to say cross dressing, that's not <laughs> like an appropriate term. Uh, oh, we're loose so, around like, here. Kind of I mean, we're. Them. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, just like they're like trying to raise them so they can kind of pick their own way through life, like sure. gender wise. And uh, I mean, like, they have the ability to do that because they live in Eugene, Oregon. But, like, uh, I don't know. Just like thinking about kids more like as just like little people instead of like, True. or like, because I think that would solve a lot of the initial like basic problem that boys are having. You know? Yeah, I agree. You're you're absolutely right. And like, I think that a lot of the gendered issues are also like when we're adults and we have this like combative relationship when it comes to dating and copulating and all of that. So we kind of put that back on the kids when they really don't give a shit. I mean, you know, my daughter's going to birthday parties and field trips and play dates with every gender that possible. I mean, there's no there's nothing there's no reason to separate kids at that age. Yeah, and I actually have heard the opposite about a lot of like like i i have a niece who who recently expressed to me that like well she expressed my daughter told me about this but she she said to her i don't want to play with the girls i want i like playing with the boys but they won't play with me because i'm a girl but i can punch harder than any of them (laughs) (laughs) it's like that's pretty badass but yeah that's sad to me and like it, you're yeah. you're absolutely right that it is when I was in sociology, like the thing that when I was a sociology major and I started to kind of learn about gender and like what they did was they had LGBTQA people come to our classroom and basically these people, I don't know. They were so brave to me that they were like, just go ahead and ask us questions to the class. And it was like, we'll answer any of your questions and it's just like god you are opening yourself up for some offensive questions <laughs> in an undergrad sociology course you know <laughs> and, yeah definitely and like one of the things the uh one of the non one of the non-binary people up there said to me that said that like kind of blew me away was like why is it so necessary that everybody like fit in these two stupid broad categories why can't it just be one big thing and like you get to fucking decide who you are you know like it 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 doesn't it doesn't matter unless you're like it literally doesn't matter unless you're like feel some need to procreate you know what I mean? Like that's I can't think of another reason why it really fucking matters until that time when if you were deciding to make a kid, you would have to make those decisions. You know what I mean? Like that's it. That's the only way I can think of it. Why it would matter. But uh you know, it's also really hard like how did you deal with like uh like what's growing up like how much of a I don't know I I just my doubt da- my daughter is very like f- she's a girl you know what I mean like she she's <laughs> the whole thing she's into the whole thing so like I've never had to like adjust things but was it like kind of hard yeah. in school like when they would break out into groups because they do that a lot 
an elementary school. Yes. You know? <laughs> it's fucking awful. Yeah. No, I hated it. I hate. I hated all the Boys Against Girls stuff. Like, I didn't, I was kind of like your niece. Like, I was very much like, I just want to go hang out with boys. Like, I don't understand anything that's happening right now. I don't want to do my makeup. I don't want to do, you know, all this, like, ball stuff. Like, I was really, my dad's a comic artist, but I was really into comic books and, like, superhero stuff. And that's, like, when I was, like, four, everyone would play with me. But then, like, you know, you get a little bit older and, like, it's really only dudes that are allowed to like that stuff. So, like, I was kind of on my own. But, like, as an adult, I've, like, come full circle. And now I'm really into makeup and, like, <laughs> dude shit. So, <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I guess, like, maybe it all comes together in the end for some people like me. But, like, yeah, as a kid, I just, like, I didn't feel like I had a gender, and I still kind of don't, but, like, well, is I don't it, know. It's weird I, to feel like you have to do I, one, you well, know? Well, I'll tell you, one of the, a big moment for me, honestly, was after I had my kid, and I allowed myself to, like, cry about, like, joyous moments, which is something that, like, I think it's feminine. Like, I was just raised that way. I was raised with an American flag machine gun in my hand. <laughs> and so... <laughs> <laughs> like being able to get in touch with those things. And I mean, even as a kid, what I, I hung out with all girls, there was only girls on my block. And so I would put on makeup and paint my nails and dress up in all their clothes. And I would pretend to be a girl all the time when I was a kid. And it was a lot of fun. I only remember it was really fun. I was embarrassed if anybody found out, but like we had a lot of fun when we were doing it with like me and my sister and all of her friends and all that stuff. And so I am, I do, I do agree that like, there is just really, there is like this spectrum and some things are very hardcore male and some things feel very hardcore female, but like, you don't have to like be rooted or steeped and you don't have to pick one and run with it. You know, uh, there are certainly days when yeah. I liked, you know, I like to feel like a girl. Like I like doing girly, like my daughter, it sucks because having a kid did it for, but me and my daughter, you know, I like doing girly stuff. I like to, I, you know, I like painting my nails and, you know, uh, washing my face, you know, that's something that men, that's not very masculine <laughs> to wash your face. So I enjoy that women have like decided that washing your face is a good idea. I think that they got something there. I like that part of my female persona. <laughs> <laughs> well, also like, I think to your point too, like, uh, that you made, I think on the show and not on the DM, but like. You're right that it is easier for me to go more masculine than for you to go more feminine, right? Like, it's not embarrassing for me to want to be more like a dude, but it is embarrassing for you. You know what I mean? Like, the culture just set up to favor that. Well, so, like, it's misogyny. You were right about that, like, for sure. I mean, in that, yeah, it's misogyny. It really is. I mean, it's, it's yeah. just like, you know, uh, it comes down to, like, fear of homosexuality and and uh hatred of women i mean that's i that's the that's the really a big issue that runs through the veins of a lot of our culture and that's when when you get into like hard gender people i mean a lot of it comes down to like low-key not liking women or thinking that they're you know subpar people right i i yeah that's exactly what it is yeah i always wonder like where i might have been at a like had I been given like I always wonder like if society completely shaped me like w like so the way that I like I always wonder like if things had been a little freer when I even as free as they are now where would I have ended up you know what I mean who knows because like I do think that they're starting to loosen the reins and doing just the scouts I think is like a I think it's a super positive step forward and I also think it's really 
I think it's really strange that like, I can't imagine. I, I understand that it's like political. The reason that people are against it, but like, if you, it feels like more and more, if you could talk to just each individual person and be like, not, ah, it's so impossible to explain to people. Do you get what I'm saying? Like when you're trying to talk to somebody and talk them down about them changing it to scouts. Like this doesn't mean anything for America. Like this yeah, doesn't this... mean anything for the world <laughs> at all. Like this doesn't mean anything about the culture. It's just people that would have wanted to be there. Even if it wasn't there actually get to be there now. You know what I mean? That's all it changes yeah. is that it, it fulfills a, kid it fulfills a kid's whatever their their dream is or whatever their spirit spirit is that's for real though when i mean it's the same thing like when little boys like want to act or something like that that's always looked at as like no dancing is the one you don't dancing yeah (laughs) yeah dancing as a boy (laughs) it's like it's the same thing man yeah i i agree i think that i i do uh, they should it should just be scouts for all it makes the most sense and I just worry that it makes Girl Scouts look bad like I said it just seems like these are the tough scouts and then we have the Girl Scouts which are the weak scouts you know because they're the girls they sell cookies yeah they're... No, they definitely they got to abolish all of it there's no gender <laughs> I like that I like that P-U-N-X scouts yeah <laughs> well and the Girl Scouts the only reason they're not like ending it or changing it is because they got that cookie gimmick that like you just it's it's just well, a it makes so much money dude. Well, and you know you know what actually the people that are the most cantankerous about this the folks that came up in those like 50s 60s 70s 80s like hard gender type thing things is that you know they they have partners that they just met and then are stuck with for the rest of their life or like you know just were kept away from each other for so long and can't even relate to the opposite sex but if we were all just hanging out together as kids it would make like being adults a lot easier because you know I definitely benefited from hanging out with my sister and all of her friends and all the girls on the block, you know, it definitely, I knew reading Cosmo benefited me in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah. Well, Tawny, yeah. I want to, I want to thank you for calling and talking. I hope we didn't like, did you get, is there anything else you wanted to say about this? Cause I don't want to like, yeah, you can wrap it up if you got a final thought. No, I, like, I really think we covered it. And I'm like, again, I really appreciate y'all. Like, having me call in and talk about it because I was like a little bit with the episode, but I was like, this is just straight dude stuff. We just, we can talk it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, we hey, can bro hug over this. It, I don't it, want to get too toxic masculine on you. Right. <laughs> it, I, look, anytime you really feel free to DM us anytime like this, because I do want more voices on here that are not just us too. You know, like that's what the call in show we try to do with that too. So if you can't be, if mm-hmm. you, I would be happy anytime we, anytime we, we say something stupid or have one of these really clumsy conversations, <laughs> I'd be really happy if, if you want to, if you want to come on, you just let us know. And, uh, we would love to talk to you again. Thanks. All right. That's Spoka S P zero K a like on, a hacker on Twitter. And, uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks for having me. Later, y'all. Brett Payne, we did it. 
We 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 covered the girls the the scouts thing. I know. We did two things in a row. Flawless dude. tech. We have like new tech going on now. We'd have do new tech. But let's do a show, dude. It's time to do a show. I don't have to uh, we uh I don't know. That was good. I'm you know what? I that was great because I think that it was unfair because I as part of this radio show, I do not want to speak for people like that. I, I've read plenty of, of stuff on the topics. I've keep up on Medium and Tumblr. I know what the cutting edge stuff is. So I, I but I don't want to speak or talk from a point. I was, you know, more attacking the hypocrisy of the lib- neoliberal, like progressive point of view that says basically if we make women into men, then everybody's equal now. If we make women into destroyers, then they'll be equal to men, you know, when we really have to rein in the motherfucking men and make them yeah. <laughs> put on a fucking dress and some makeup a little bit. Yeah. So a uh, couple stories this week that I think are really in our in our wheelhouse, Brett. So uh, let's just get it started right now. This is from a newspaper called The Week. This has been fucking everywhere. So you will have heard this, but I feel like we need to talk about it. The okay. training director of a police canine academy in Illinois claims that if the state legalizes recreational mal- marijuana, it will likely have to euthanize a number of its pot sniffing dogs. I love that. That's <laughs> that's great. That's a threat, right? That we that's a threat. We're going to go on Instagram live and cut these fucking dogs heads off. We're going <laughs> to. If y'all make weed legal, if they, if they yes, did, we don't need these dogs anymore. They did just black, say black, 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 black. they did. They just said, if you make marijuana legal, we're going to kill all these fucking dogs. Well, oh, you know what? Actually, before this bill passed, we were raising some puppies. We're going to throw them off a fucking bridge in a sack. Yeah, we're going to throw them in a sack and throw them over a fucking bridge because you guys need your marijuana now. Look, oh, you know, yeah. So what? You you want to you want to smoke a little bit of reefer? Well, a dog's gonna die then. <laughs> dog's gonna have to die so you can have your little medicinal dispensaries around here. Yeah. Oh fuck. They the police just hate this. They just fucking hate it. But how many? But here's the thing though. Every weed dealer will get to keep their dog. So they aren't going to kill true. other people's dogs. Well, even innocent so you, it's people. It's like a life for a life. I mean, it, they're pigs, man. Them fucking dogs can go down. Yeah, those they're, are cop they're dogs. They're cop dogs, yeah. man. <laughs> their brains are so fucked up, dude. They shouldn't have fucking. They fucked them up, man. Yeah, that's they their turn fault. Nature into some, they turn nature into a cop. <laughs> they're fucking disgusting ghouls. <laughs> they turn nature into a cop. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can do to nature. Yeah, they biomechanically created a fascist. Yeah, they animal. did. Oh fuck! Those dude. poor damn them. Be- they have the beautiful coats too. Those German shepherds. But now the cops are going to twist their necks all the way around like a fucking helicopter and throw them off a bridge. <laughs> they buy the new. Fu- they bought. We can't let them train dogs anymore. It's over. They now. need those dogs because those mother- the dogs get them all their their money. Those dogs don't work. Those dogs are money makers. They don't. I, they get hits on everything. They do. They're fake. They, yeah. They, they what they hits. do is they sniff around. And they don't act, they pretend like they found something and then you can get in the car and start searching it once you, once you do, you know? Yeah. It's no, like, they oh. just need a hit. Like I said, hit. There was that police officer. I wish I knew that motherfucker's name. There was this old police officer that turned anti-cop and then created this uh, video series on how to hide drugs when you're transporting them. That's the best 
ex-police officer ever. That's a beautiful yeah. man. But one of his things was you need to keep him as high as possible, like we possibly that. in the roof of some or of some sort, so because the smell is going to start from where it's at and waft upwards. So you want it at the highest point possible. Because then the dog, but he also said that dogs are trained to get hits and that they even have different kind of commands to make the dog get a hit. Yeah, of course they do. Of course. Uh, you you want to hear something? That's crazy because the one time, one of the times I got Somebody's pulled listening over, right now knows who it is. They bought the DVDs, man. Yeah. I was, I bought the DVDs back then. That's who a good DVD though. Uh, so I, uh, back when, one of the times I got busted driving around with my buddies, the fucking same the thing he stuck it in this thing up in the sunroof he stuck the weed up in it they brought that fucking dog in there and that dog didn't find it and that we were fucking shit in our pants when they brought that dog over there right we were the all dogs on the ground yeah <laughs> we were all sitting like on the guardrail next to the road and he brings that dog in and everybody's just like whoa okay this is this is bad there's no way that dog's not gonna get us and it didn't it didn't so that's true. Keep it up high. You need to find out these videos. We'll do a Twitch stream of them. Yeah, I'd like to watch them. Let's do a again. Twitch stream of these guys' videos. So they have 275 trained narcotic canines in Illinois, with each costing the department thousands of dollars. Replacing the dogs would cost millions. And Chad Larner, the director of Marin County Canine Training Academy, said retaining the dogs would be extreme. Ab- retraining the dogs would be extreme abuse. <laughs> like, what is? Okay. Why can't they just keep smelling marijuana? It doesn't hurt anything if they keep smelling weed, right? Right, right. Like you don't have to retrain them. You just let them live. That's right. it. You just don't murder them. Just sell them to like hippies to take to concerts so they can know where to get like a doobie to get <laughs> off of. Sell them to people that want to find weed in the city. That is a smooth idea. Yeah, dude. I would take this goddamn dog outside and see who's <laughs> got some of them stinky nugs. Yeah, you don't even have to see if they got stinky nugs. You could just take them out to find plants or like any right. kind of hidden stuff. Like, yeah, yeah sell one me of one dogs, of them. man. Don't kill that goddamn dog, man. I'll take one. <laughs> yeah. I'll take one of them. A weed finding dog? That's better than a hunting dog. That well, that is a hunting dog. Yeah, that's really. A good kind of that's a foraging dog. That's a good. That's the good kind. Yeah. What is that thing now that they do? Like uh, I was at a uh, Whole Foods. And they said there was this foraging berries drink. And I was like, motherfucker, you are not foraging these berries. You know, it's like an artisan foraged berry. Like that's water. I was like, you ain't foraging these things, man. There's a gigantic fucking plot of land with these berries on it. And you're just going out and grabbing them. Right. Technically, someone walked and picked them up. They foraged those, (laughs) actually. It's really I like that. It's like that woman. That's so far ahead of the game. I know. (laughs) We foraged all of this food, actually. It's local. That's as local. Like, people... See, that's the thing about saying you foraged them. People are definitely going to assume it's local. Like, they're going to be like, this motherfucker just walked out of his front door and walked around town till he had enough berries to make a nice juice. You know what? Actually, I had a pretty good Chinese meal this week. And the lady that uh, was our server said she was like, uh, I, uh, it's not on the menu, but I got these green beans this morning that are like the shit. And then she was like, you, you should try them. I'm like, yeah, okay, we'll take the green beans. <laughs> but she went and bought them that morning and was just, you know. She's like, I love these yeah. fucking green beans. She found some good ones. Yeah, that's good. That's they smart. They were fucking f- phenomenal. So I just want to tell. Any Chinese. 
N-E Chinese if you're in uh, Columbus, Ohio. That's the place to go. Nice. So, yeah, poli- hey, Col- uh, Illinois police, don't kill the fucking. Yeah, don't kill those goddamn don't dogs. Kill the dog. Save the bullets. How much is the bullets going to cost you, man? <laughs> they are what fucking. What is that? It's the worst. That's the like worst anti- threat yet. Anti-cute. What is that? It's like anti-Kawaii. It's like when Ted, Ke- that that new Kennedy, right? The weird yeah. Kennedy that drools when he's on TV. Yeah. That new one. He said, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to make weed legal. Then the cops won't have, like, that's one of the top reasons that cops get to search cars. And I'm yeah. like, motherfucker, good. That's why we want it legal. No, that's that inbred blue blood thinking. <laughs> yeah, the police have to be able to look through cars. Jeez. Yeah. That's the best way for them to get up in your shit. That's <laughs> you, We don't want the police up in our shit. Guy pulls up because watching Bosch yesterday, because that's all I do now. And there was this part where just to fuck with this guy, they put a sobriety checkpoint right outside of they like basically found out the route that he takes home from this big party. This like gala. And they set up a sobriety checkpoint to get him. And he just pulled up and was like, I'm the police, man. You just got to let me go. And then left. I was like, that's fucking bullshit, man. That's when they get it, though. I know. That's why you become a cop. Yeah, that's I mean, the that's main a, reason a you become a cop. Be a part of. Yeah, it's like being a hell's angel with like more benefits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but with health, health care. <laughs> it's like, like hell's angels with health care. The hell's angels for ninety dollars an hour. Yeah, you make ninety dollars an hour, or whatever that crazy number. Go stand is. outside of a giant eagle. Oh man, here's another one that got me. George Zimmerman charged with stalking and threatening private investigators. God damn. This fucking dude. I think I need to go back to all my Facebook fights from 2014. <laughs> I need to get motherfucking apologies. You right deserve now. We <laughs> both deserve receipts. Yes. I mean, everybody does. My this family. I'm this Thanksgiving. I'm going to put a fucking case on George Zimmer's, Zimmerman and get an apology from everybody that owes me. All right, listen to this. Listen to what this fucking guy did, dude. George Zimmerman is in trouble with the law again. Zimmerman, who was acquitted in the fatal shooting of Florida teen Trayvon Martin, was charged with aggravated stalking and threatening private investigator Dennis Warren between December 16th and December 20th. This motherfucker, December 25th. He didn't even take Christmas off from stalking and harassing people. They'll never expect me, man. I'm the motherfucking Christmas killer. I'm just- <laughs> Wait, he's, he was tracking down a private eye though he called warren 55 times and left him 36 voicemails texted him 67 times and sent him 27 emails during that time a police report states in one text message zimmerman sent warren a link to an article published on the blast that quoted him saying i know how to handle people who fuck with me i have been since february 2012 the key talk shit about killing that kid yeah like, they made him, like, a victim, and he is a fucking enormous piece of shit. He's a villain. And the kid that he shot was not at all <laughs> doing anything kid, yeah. wrong. He was just a kid that got killed for wearing a hoodie. And this fucking guy, he said, anyone who fucks with my parents will be fed to an alligator, Zimmerman wrote. Who sticks up for their parents like that? I'm not. Yeah, that's kind of uncool. I ain't feeding nobody to no well, alligator. Yeah, so people have a mommy daddy complex watch yeah. out yeah you don't do a your mom joke to george zimmerman he's old too old to be caring about his fucking parents like that i know i hate george Zim- oh fuck that guy what a shitbag warren asked zimmerman to stop contacting him 
But Zimmerman refused and texted Warren, I'll show up at your house, you fucking pussy. <laughs> like, he is a monster. He is a fucking violent dude, this guy is. Yeah, I don't know what to do about this. Warren, a private investigator. Orange is in a sock, right? What? If you see him, you hit him with a orange in a sock. You should be allowed to punch George Zimmerman if you want, but he'll probably kill you. Yeah, he would kill he you. He will He'd kill stay you. on his ground. If that. you're going to punch him, sucker punch him from the back and steal his gun, you're going to have to get his gun off of him. God, I fucking hate that guy. Like, I don't know yeah, what garbage. is a good enough punishment for a guy. Like, you know the stocks? I death penalty him. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Some people's just brain is wrong, man. You can't do nothing about people's brain that's broke like that. You know the stocks? Yeah. Can we throw rocks at his head? I mean, in the stocks? That would might correct it. I don't want to do the I don't want to do the whole public execution stuff. I just hate this guy so much. I just want to I like want to see his life go downhill. Instead, this fucking guy probably gets and goes and speaks at like NRA conventions and shit like yeah. that. Like he's making a living being George fucking Zimmerman, you know? Yeah, he's getting all kinds of awful fish bowls full of margarita down in Florida. They'll put this motherfucker in a in like a funny, him, ironic him commercial someday for the Super Bowl, probably. Like him you know, and Hulk be Hogan, like him and Hulk Hogan, and like Joey Buttafuoco or something like that will be on there, and we'll all be laughing. Like, I just know it's gonna happen, dude. I yeah. Oh God, these dudes never get punished. Never. If you shoot a black kid, you're just they don't do anything. There's no fucking justice for these kids at all. You know, yeah, it's atrocious, man. I mean, at least public shaming. That's the problem is that, like I said, people could at least say, hey, I once uh, said maybe that, you know, Trayvon Martin was doing something wrong, but it seems like this guy's a crazy fucking maniac asshole. Yeah, that's what would be nice if the fold Fox News would not have him on, but they're going to have him on. So we're going to like we're counting when he shot Trayvon Martin, as in he is a murderer. Right. And so. And after his acquittal from that trial, he was charged with assault and battery in November 13 for allegedly pointing a gun at his then-girlfriend and then kicking her out of their Florida home. In January 2015, he was arrested for reportedly throwing a wine bottle at his ex-girlfriend's head, but charges were later dropped after she recanted her story. He also he was also punched in the face at a Sanford bar in 2016 for bragging about Martin's killing. Like, that's... He's done all of those things, dude. Like, that is what he's been up to. Like, he, he started a murderer, and then they let him go down to, like, more... Like, he will not fucking spend a day in prison, Brett. Like, he's not going to go to jail. And Like, I don't... I'm like a prison abolitionist, but fuck, dude. He killed a guy. He killed somebody. Yeah. And got away with it, and then just keeps getting away for doing these fucking aggressive... Abusive to women Bragging about killing that kid Yeah You know No remorse I hate him dude He's awful He is He's worse than Donald Trump I dare I say I would put him in there him and he's going to visit the White House too Donald Trump's going to have him at the White House sometime I'm I wish sure. his he nose would, love would it. get bitten off His nose would get bitten off That's what your wish is Yeah <laughs> <Just like> <laughs> <laughs> That's violent, though. That's I mean, I'm fine with yeah, it. Yeah, but it would be sweet, though, if someone bit his fucking nose off. <laughs> <laughs> he ripped it right off to the skull face. Yeah. 
I've never seen anybody get their nose bit off ever. But it's a good time it, to start. It's gonna happen to somebody. Yeah. He would be the guy. He's our first um murderer celebrity, so he can also be the first person that gets their nose snatched off their face. These fucking police are worthless. They just they bust they don't they don't do the job, man. This legal system is shit. I hate it. Police department jokes about riding popo on squad cars to relate to young residents. I like that one. That was back in what, like ninety four when they started saying that? I mean, how old is that <laughs> reference really? I mean, people have been saying popo forever. Probably yeah. since like the forties. Snoop dog, maybe. Maybe the fifties. Maybe not the forties, because they were still like calling them like twenty three the skidoo. Fuzz. They'd be like, Oh, the twenty three skidoo is coming down the street. Hello, my baby. They <laughs> like, said coppers. Yeah. Cop- hey. Hey, coppers. Yeah, that's what they said back then. And then the then fuzz they said the in the 70s. 70s was the fuzz. But they were probably saying popo in the 70s, too. No, popo is got to be 80s. No. Popo's been. Popo is such an easy one. Because it sounds like poo poo a little you gotta bit. You got to look it up. What's the history of popo? I'm looking it up. Oh, God. It's got to be. That's, hey, it's listeners. Just, it's definitely not from 2018. While, like, you should call them 12 or something, right? You yeah. should put 12 on the side. While I'm looking up this urban, this diction, urban dictionary definition of popo, can somebody... I'm, I'm putting a call out to the listeners of Street Fight. Gwen, my lovely daughter, who is sometimes on the show, was in the backseat of the car while my wife and I were talking, and we said something about the kitchen... And we laughed and she started laughing and we were like, you know, what the fuck are you laughing at? And she was like, you know, the kitchen. And she was, I was like, no, I don't know what the kitchen is. Tell me. And she's like, it's too dirty. I'm not going to tell you that. I looked it up. I don't see it anywhere. So if somebody can like, let me know what, what preteens, what, what dirty sex thing the kitchen is, I'd like to know. I keep asking her all kinds of, I like, don't get too graphic, sure. but I'll just be like, does it mean penis? Does it? And then basically, it's the only thing I can ever think of is penis. Okay. Well, maybe <laughs> expand from there. Yeah. If you want to clarify. In an effort to create a better relationship with the, their community's youth, one Michigan department has thought about. It says thought about. This is a bullshit article. So. Oh, it's not real. No, they're. Everybody was sharing that shit, and it wasn't real. They're joking. It was fake it's a news. Photoshop. God damn it. I hate it. How embarrassing. Yeah, Fox 59, where is your journalistic integrity? I'm not even going to look up the history of Popo now. Now you got people wondering, so I have to look it up. Well, we'll figure it out and talk about it another day. Sunday? Yeah. I mean, we're always there Sunday. Popo. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, it's it's so hard. We're not going to be able to get out. No one has, has... kept track of this word but okay um, well you know the iteration first iterations of it to me is rap music that's where i got it from okay i'm with you um we got george zimmerman and so now we move into the most street fight story of the week the one that we're all talking about the one that the world can't stop talking about and it's from indie week out of raleigh north carolina uh, where Duke colleges, rich people, rich kids go to Duke, right? Sure. It's a rich people school, right? I don't know. Connor that. Southard went to Duke. I know that. He's so you a Duke call, boy. He's a you Duke call him out? I don't know. I just He loves Duke. He might not even gone to Duke. He just loves Duke. 
I did too when I was a kid. Don't I had, like I know Duke, Christian Leitner basketball cards. <laughs> of course. Why'd you pick Christian Leitner? Because he fucking came through in clutch. He, he always he sunk the shot at the end of the game. The, the one game you probably watched with Christian No, Leitner. I was down. <laughs> I'm kidding. For, for him. Because I used to get like that about sports when I was like young, young. And I would be like, oh, I really love Icky Woods. And it's like, this guy's seen him play one game. <laughs> he was really good in it. Basket. I mean, I don't know. Basketball was something to fill my time with. As a kid, you have so much extra time to sit and do that stuff. And so I was like, I got nothing better to do than read the back of basketball cards and watch the games, you know? Yeah. And my dad was also always betting on the games, so we had them on in the house because there was money on the line. God, your dad fucking rules. See, sometimes you'll be like complaining about your dad, and I'm like, my dad never bet on anything in his whole entire life. I mean, I'm sure he's been to a casino or something, but if he had to go find a bookie, he wouldn't do it. He'd be like, no, that's illegal. I'm not doing it. So anyway, let's get to this Duke story. On Monday, two employees at Duke University's Joe Van Gogh location had their contracts terminated after Vice President for Student Affairs Larry Moneta, Executive Director and Executive Director of Dining Services Robert Coffey demanded that the local coffee chain fire them. Their offense? While he was in the store Friday, Montea heard a rap song that he found offensive. We'll play it at the end of the show. It's a Young Dolph song. We have played it before, actually. As We've already as played we, Young we played Dolph. Get Paid as a closing song before. We're going to get fired now from our job. This Duke guy <laughs> yeah. is going to get on. He's going to listen to Street Fight. He's going to. Well, what? what? What was this? This is talking about big butts? <laughs> big butts. That's what he's rapping about. That's what, gets him all, that's what gets him all red in the face. God. So what happens is we don't. I mean, the story is so pretty obvious that this no, fucking dipshit walks in tell him what he ordered to joe vanga what did he order you know what he ordered he had a Holy routine shit. every single day they already had his food ready for him they saw him in line so they got his vegan muffin a hot tea and a vegan muffin yeah is what he gets and they had it ready for him to go and, and so the music is playing and he says something. What does he say? He said he asked. So here's here. We'll get we'll get into it. Uh, on Friday, Moneta came in during young, an get paid. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just had it. We should have left the thing set up. We could be playing it while we're talking. That's true. Dwee. I'll put it in here. Uh, on Friday, Moneta came in during an afternoon rush. The baristas had a habit of playing music from Spotify over the speakers, usually on playlists curated by the service. When Moneta walked in, Get Paid by Young Dolph was playing. The song's it's titular Dolph. refrain included the N-word as Young Dolph raps, Get Paid Young... You know, the N-word. Brittany Bound, who was manning the register, was in charge of the playlist that day. When he approached the corner, Moneta, a white man, told Brown, an African-American woman, that song was inappropriate. The words all F you upside down are inappropriate. Really? <laughs> really? I mean, I yeah. act like you never heard like somebody talking about fucking. You never fucked your wife upside down, dude? Like, we, that's a way you can do it. That's one way to do it. I yeah. mean, it's not against God or anything. Wow. It might be against God, like just. Oh, he's freaked out. This guy's freaked. Yeah, well, he's talked about uh, copulating with a woman in an <laughs> upside down position. He talked about the the doggy style, a canine whale, a canine way of having sex. 
That's the that is probably what a canine way. He yeah. was having a canine a, sex. He talked about a beastly way of uh, having relations with a woman. I hate this fucking adult that said the words "I'll f you" upside down or in a. You're a fucking grown. You run a fucking college. Well, don't. You can cuss. Don't be a child. Not everybody things. has to cuss. I don't think everybody should be forced to cuss. I don't think they're forced, but if you're saying it just you're if you're college and this guy turns out is one of those free free speech advocate guys. That's like true. he always comes out and is like, Well, these you know, Ben Shapiro gotta be allowed to do like or he'll be like Milo Yiannopoulos has to be able to come here and like out undocumented workers and stuff like that. You know, that's freedom of speech. But young Dolph wanting to just fuck his woman upside down, it's like, dude, you know, that's another thing that people feel <laughs> Well, I think I also what I, I didn't even realize this until you're reading it now, but um, he was the head of student affairs as well. And yeah. it's like being this is going to bring a lot of kids into this school if you play this music. I mean, yeah. this is what they want to hear. This is what they're listening to on the way to school. Well, he wants them listening to Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. OK, OK. That's not, I mean, it's not bad well, music. It's just not what the kids are into these days. Sure. So then she said, yeah, I got, I got the next. See, I think this is where might the fuck up. I don't know what happened here. Yes, of course. Uh, so Moneta said, according to those exact lyrics are not in the song, though it has plenty of F-bombs. So he didn't even know the lyrics. Sure, He just heard something. Yes, of course. Brown said, she said, she says she shut the song off immediately. She grabbed him a vegan muffin and offered it free of charge. No, Brown recalls Moneta saying, Ring me up for it. Right. That was his, like, I'm going to get you in fucking yeah. trouble. You oh, are yeah. fucked. We're going to follow the rules now. <laughs> we got some rules about talking about fucking someone upside down. Yeah. We don't do that here at Duke campus. Okay. Yeah. People, we don't fuck here. At we don't fuck. Nobody at, all. at Duke fucks is what he was saying. He was like, this is a fucking celibate school. Fuck free zone. Fuck free zone. <laughs> well, F. He would say an he would F, F free zone. zone. We don't F at Duke. Okay. We make love. Yeah. We don't, f- we don't F. We make love here at Duke. We wed our partner in holy matrimony and pledge our love till death do us part. <laughs> and we and we F the right side up, too. This is not yeah. this upside down no shit. No upside down effing. Fuck, I hate that he said ring me up for it. Fuck, that makes me... Like, I'm, well, I mean, I think, I'm red. I'm like turning it's a red. Cool, that's a cool move. It's like, all right, you are a grown man that is hurt by the word fuck. And you heard it. Um, I'm going to cut that off for you. And just have, you know, you don't get the, you know, you can have the muffin. How about that? Right? I feel like that's fair. I I don't think think that's that's unfair. I think that's the thing. Um, I I don't want to be too much of a, I don't want to stick up for him too much, but I do think that rap music in a lot of scenarios is very fucking inappropriate. Yeah. I think that people get way too crazy with it. Yeah, I mean, you it probably shouldn't, but Talking I don't about think people anybody... opening up their pussies and shit in the middle of like a, a hallway or where people are buying food from, you know. Don't defend this, man. Right. This could have no, been taken I... care of like a million different ways. Exactly. It's easier. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I can see why he'd be like, I don't want to hear that. And then you'd be like, okay, well, you don't have to pay for your muffin. You're like, oh, then I don't care that I heard that. To be yeah. honest, now yeah. that I get a free muffin, I don't care that I heard that at all. <laughs> I'm bo- I can be boxed yeah, so bought. easily. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's that's me. I'm like, you can buy me, of course. Like free muffin, a vegan muffin probably costs forty seven dollars oh, anyway. That's gonna cost yeah. extra. That's a plus two on the menu. <laughs> vegan. Yeah. They put those little plus twos on everything. Like can be made vegan. Plus two. <laughs> took, took Gwen. I plus took f- plus three five. I took Gwen a. Uh, I took Gwen a. Uh, got her a. Um, acai bowl finally okay and every topping she got was plus. a plus one or a plus two <laughs> yeah. and i was like god damn dude this thing's already 10 I want, bucks i want gojis i want bee pollen i want <laughs> yeah. matcha there's a 15 dollar like bowl of i want oatmeal and fruit <laughs> i want charcoal ice cream <laughs> i want guacamole on it too yeah yeah and so he ended up getting him straight up fucking fired which yeah. I think is crazy. I think is that's just fucking wild. We were like righted, right? Like even like, look, I think these girls did nothing wrong. I don't think, I don't think they did anything wrong. This is at all. Literally the like pop music was right. what what they were playing it was like. It's just like playing any pop music that you can think of, and they're on a campus. With yeah, with like young people mostly don't care about fucking upside down and stuff like that. <laughs> right. That's why you know they're in mean? college to fuck upside down. They love to. F- they love all kinds of different kinds of Sta- fucking standing sixty nines, dude. Yeah, this guy would be like this guy would be uh, surprised actually. Yeah, he would much probably be very impressed. Fucking are happening on a yeah. campus. <laughs> so Brown said she offered so. He said, Brown says she offered again, apologizing for the offense the song had caused. You need to ring me up for it right now, Moneta said. He oh, right like, now, Buster Brown. He was getting all hot. He was getting hot, right? Yeah. His fucking, he was like, like, oh, no, we're in the middle of a situation right now. He was like. That thing where all the muscles in your body tense up and it's like you're waiting to, like, fight. Yeah. But you're not, like, going to physically fight. Like, you have to hold everything in before you just start fucking screaming at the top of your lungs. We do not fuck on Duke University campus. <laughs> like he wanted to be like one of those dudes from a cartoon, like one of those dudes from like Animal House or some shit. Yeah. It's like that. Well, I have the moments when I'm like at a restaurant, my armpits will just start like draining liquid. Like it's fucking raining <laughs> right before I say, um, actually, Jennifer, that spin dip really wasn't that great. I don't, I don't think we should have to pay for it. You know? Yeah. This was not up to my standards. Like, I'm like right a, before you're about to be like, you're in trouble. Right before you're about to say anything combative or that's about to start a confrontation. Yeah. And he was freaked out and he was sweating. And when he left, I want to pay for it. He spent the rest of he the He didn't want to di- be bought off. That's what it was though. You're right. He yeah. was like, you can't get me for a month. You can't buy me, motherfucker. I'm, I cost way more than that. But he was also like, you know, he left and told this story to every oh, yeah. other person he talked to oh, for yeah. the rest of the oh, day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also went over in his mind over and over again different ways that the scenario could have happened. I, sh- I should have fired her right there. Well, no, yeah. maybe I should have been lighter, lighter on her. I mean, it's, that's the pop music the kids are listening to. Like, he probably yeah. went through a hundred different things, and some of them could have been right. Like, there were a million alternate universes where this guy did anything else than what he actually did, and it would probably have been better. Right. Yeah, he's be- just telling everybody, I just got off the phone with the kids, and... 
lo and behold, I hear this, you know, bellowing sound of fucking upside down in the cafeteria. And I was just blown away. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. We, so <laughs> what, uh, let's, let's just quickly, we're, we're, we're so they got there, they got fired. Yeah, which they is ended ridiculous. Up harm. Yeah, and also, and and actually, it mentions what they had said was, you know, there was really no rules that were set up. These people aren't employees of Duke University; they're actually contract for the food portion of the of it. Uh, Duke University has their own cafeteria, and those folks get like a like a union type contract. These people were contract are like independent contractor types. And so <clears throat> there's literally nothing they can do to fight back or say, like, basically, no one told us we couldn't play that music. And, you know, there's nothing against there's there was there was no uh, it's a fucking campus, dude. Right. I walk into bars. I walk into all different sorts of places during the day when I'm out on my walks. I stop in a coffee shop and get a cold brew. Stop in a smoothie shop and get a smoothie or something like that. And I stop in there and they could be playing any type of pop music playlist. Young Dolph is popular. It's not like this. It's not like a, a an underground sensation. It's not like indie music that like you need to like that people search out. Like, I think he thinks they were playing. I feel like this guy thought that they were specifically playing like offensive rap music. They were like, let's well, listen they were, to the though. offensive plat rap, but they weren't, they didn't probably didn't choose the offensive rap music station on Spotify. I mean, rap caviar is only offensive rap music. You don't get any sort of non-offensive rap music on that. That's the best one though. Right. I mean, that is the cream of the crop. The t- that's well, the most popping pop shit. How, how many days do you think they've played rap caviar over the past like year? Probably every day. Yeah. It's one of those things where that's one of those moments where you do something every single day and then the wrong person hears something or has a moment and then it's like everything ends and you're like, how did that fucking happen? Because every other time we were there, he didn't say anything. You know, That used to happen a lot when I were at every job I had, it would be like the general manager, like whatever the regional mayor manager, right? So general manager is the top of the store or the place. And then the regional manor manager is the next guy. I've called him Denny in the past when I were, he was like a little higher than that. But Denny was like the guy that traveled to all the different places. When I worked at the cable company and he would just come in and see some shit that, Oh, that's not happening ever oh, yeah. again. Like he was just pissed. something we've been doing every day for fucking five years. He would see. No, it. they'd walk in and like a new cashier would be eating some fucking red vines at the register. And be like, oh, that's definitely not happening. You're out the door. Yeah. We don't do that here. And it's like, we, we didn't know that. Like everybody here is snacking. Like yeah. we've got some time to waste and extra red vines. And the manager has to do that weird. Like they do like, oh, that. oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're fucking fired. Devin, well, get the fuck out. Devin, you're fired. Dummy. You broke the rules. <laughs> I told you that. Remember I told you I had you sign in the HR handbook and then, you wouldn't eat, eat at your <laughs> register. And then the next day they're talking to the other workers like, I didn't want to do yeah. it. Oh my God. The look on Devin's face was fucking killed me on the inside. <laughs> I didn't sleep a wink last night. Criminy. I bet they fucking hate me. They I mean, probably put a voodoo <laughs> X on me. They're going to piss on my grave for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, he, he probably like the next day. Yeah. He wanted to be like, I told you not to be acting up when Denny's yeah. around. God, hide him. Fucking hide it, man. 
Why did he have to bring out a full fucking nerd's rope and chomp it right in front of his face? <laughs> they want you to like they really no, they the- want you yeah they want you to do the old like uh the old paper hat like McDonald's hamburger person. They want you to be like, "Yes, sir, I'm here for customer service." <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anything you say, customer, you're always right. That's why we're anarchists, because important people are the fucking worst yeah. people in the world. Like, that guy always drove me nuts. He made me anti-authoritarian, yeah. you know? And it's, and it's like, okay, vegan muffin guy, you don't want to hear this stuff in the morning. We can put on the soul station, or we can put on something else for you. But if you're, you're bringing it up for the first time, like, who does that? That's like the worst fucking people to be around. Someone's like, you know what? You broke a fucking invisible rule that I never told you about. Now you're out of here. You're out the fucking door. It happens a lot. That's like, life for that a lot is of people. A lot of li- like, if you're at a service job, like, like barista or something like that, that is really life. Like, if a regional manager comes rolling in there, if... if like they said, the this place that was contracting for Duke, like comes in there. It's like you have to like you're you're right. You have to turn into like a 1950s like stewardess commercial. Like, oh, is there anything I can do? I'd like to skip to my loo to get this work done. I could lay my jacket down for you to walk on if you like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They love that shit. Yeah, you got to romance them. I guess is is the point. It's just unreasonable. And and the thing about it is that it's just so people can justify their jobs. It's like somebody else has to check on this so that they can tell someone above them that, yep, they're definitely acting like that down there. You know, they definitely they're following everything. Their their clothes are all pressed and they're in their polo shirts and they've got their name tags on and they're ready to do customer service. Yeah. Or make the food. But like also well, it's just as somebody that disconnected doesn't know how the food gets made. And that's like with dope beats. I mean, you yeah. need to have that to in the yeah. background to just keep the day going. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. I'm with boom you. bap is how you like fucking ro- ro- do tortilla wraps and I'm, Caesar salads and shit. You got to do it to a little bit of a rhythm. I mean, and sometimes it might be King Diamond. And sometimes yeah, sure, sure. It could be anything, yeah, but it isn't fucking James Taylor. I can't yeah. do it to James Taylor, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, and, and also, like you said, I don't know if you you found the specific thing, but this guy is a free speech advocate. He's famous for this in some other way, right? Yeah. He fights for like Richard Spencer to be able to, he's like, you know, Ann Coulter and Richard Spencer need to be able to come onto campus and do their thing and have nobody tell them that they're bad or wrong. <laughs> like he's that kind right. of, you know, he'll have ba- he's like, sometimes base stick man needs to be able to have a seminar. And if he doesn't, that's breaking the constitution. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and so, this is how your vegan muffin gets made, dude. This is what it takes. Like this, that's the music. You got to respect that's that. That's the the vegan. Yeah, I hate this guy. I'm so mad. Like he doesn't. He's so disconnected from people, and he's yeah. at a fucking college. That's the best place to actually stay connected to people. You know, like yeah. a lot of people come through a college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You might lead, meet a lot of folks. Yeah. Oh, imagine if he had caught like a janitor that actually worked for the college listening to some offensive rap music. Oh, I hate this guy. So you're the geek of the week, Mr. Moneta. Yeah. The street fight geek of the week. Hey, loser. And I want to say this. You can always post in the group on Facebook or you can hit us on Twitter or, you know, 
the most preferable call us on Sunday night. I'd love to, I mean, you know, not that if you have stories about a general manager or some important person rolling through and catching one thing and then jumping on you, I I mean, I'll read them. Uh, like I said, we'd love to hear from you because it's, it's, uh, that's a really real. fucked up thing. That's like a really I real mean, this thing. This is every day. This is everyday life. One fucking power hungry person is like, you know what? You're out the fucking door. Yeah. They can just take That's what it means to have a right to work in this country. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's what right to work is. Yeah. yeah. It means they have the right to fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, it, man. That's the show. We're done, though. Yeah. I think thank we you for take it. We, we got to cut it short. Yeah. Are we, did we get an hour? We got an hour. We got him an hour. Yeah, okay. we got an hour. We might have got over. We uh, tested our first live stream tonight. It worked out, right, Jason? All good? You guys will meet Jason at some point. He's he's going to be doing a lot of stuff for us now. So far, so good. We're moving into live streaming. Uh, the basement looks like garbage right now. I am just ordered a bunch of stuff to get it together. We're going to get this to going. Uh, for $5 a month on Patreon.com, you can watch us do the live show. I'm sorry, not the live show, the basement show. Uh, every single Wednesday night is when we're going to do that, and so you'll have access to those links. For just $3 a month, you get our digital zine. I recommend that. Honestly, it's the best thing that we got on there. Uh, lots of original art and original writing from Brian and other listeners to Street Fight. It's, it's really fucking phenomenal. Also, for... At least just $1 a month, you get access to our bonus shows. We have conversations with, you know, Kushbaum from Chapo Trap House, uh, Gwen, Brian's daughter. Uh, we talked to Drew Toothpaste. We've talked to a lot of great people. Uh, Kitty Stryker. Um, LaDuce Violet coming LaDuce out. LaDuce Violet's going to be here. Sean yeah. T. Collins coming pretty soon. Two very fun shows. People that have gotten into that LaDuce Violet show before we got it offline said yeah it's that, a good one that's one that people are really liking that's true a lot of people found the LaDuce Violet one and said this is the best one you've ever done it's the most important show third show you've made so far so we'll see I haven't I haven't even heard it yet I haven't edited it that's when I listened to him uh I also am working on Daryl Jenkins he's going to be a guest he's from the one people's project they fuck with Nazis and shut them down so that's going to be an awesome conversation uh, head over to streetfightradio.com to find the latest shows and also all of the music. I'm running into an issue with SoundCloud where I can't put the artists on SoundCloud anymore. So the only place to find the name of the songs on every single episode of Street Fight is at streetfightradio.com if you find the show. Thank you for tuning in this long and putting up with what we do. Uh, we appreciate all the, the love and support we get from all y'all. And we can continue to expand this thing until eventually... Everybody can kick back and relax and tell that motherfucking geek of the week to uh, listen to some rap music and chill the fuck out. And we'll make him do it and take all his money and his Tesla. We're Street Fight. Peace. Peace.